Welcome back to episode 13 of the Tough Love Podcast. Today we'll be talking about holidays and how celebrating holidays can be triggering or difficult uh, for some adoptees. So Lauren or Deontay, if you guys want to jump in, feel free. First of all, I'd like to say um, happy holidays to all of our listeners. We're in this awkward time after Christmas before New Year's where I feel like it's always a wild time. And even just having Thanksgiving just happening a month ago, you know, there's like a lot and a lot of people are usually around families. This is my first Christmas being by myself. I wasn't with anyone. And um, so that was interesting and brought up some interesting pieces around feeling lonely. Um, But I feel like you can also feel lonely when you're with your family. And so just kind of wanted to acknowledge all of the different versions and emotions that come up during this time period. I really like um, you pointing out that you can sometimes feel lonely around your family. I think that that was an interesting way to phrase it, but it also um, really resonated with me because I think that in my experience, I have felt lonely around my family. And what that looks like is not feeling like you can all be yourself in front of them, or you have to be a certain version of yourself for your family, you know, like how you show up with your friends is obviously uh, different than how you're going to show up with grandparents or like what pieces your grandparents know about your life and what topics you cover for me is different than like how I'm going to show up and talk to my best friend. Um, and then because Christmas time I typically spend that time with my birth family up in Temple um I show up way differently with them than I do with my adoptive family um just because it's two different cultures they're African-American my family that was adopted is white and so just like how we show up is different I thought it was interesting what you mentioned Lauren about being lonely even when you're around people uh, that's something that I've been experiencing heavily this holiday season. And obviously there's a lot of anxiety just generally, I think, in the world right now. And I think it's interesting, too, tying on to what Deontay said about how you show up. It's like also how people perceive you as an adoptee in your story. So I have some family members that don't know about the podcast or but you know who know I'm adopted but all they know is their story or their idea of it and so even talking to them about it they're like oh you know the classic oh you're so lucky isn't it so nice isn't it so wonderful and you just kind of sit there and you're like oh I so many things I could say to you so that's always difficult as well yes absolutely um oh you're so lucky you're so privileged like not every kid um in your home country has this experience or not every kid in the world has this experience like you should be grateful but it's like dude you're not like legitimizing my experience so I really appreciate you naming that um Glenna and putting that out there I think adoptees and I have this experience for myself you know they see our family sees our experience through their lens so like oh I remember when your parents brought you home or I remember the first time I held you. And so it's nice that they remember those 
important moments because that is a very important moment. They can sometimes forget about all the surrounding trauma that is brought to the fold in adoption. Because adoption, like we've said a few times on here, is a trauma. Um, they see it in their lens of like your privilege and your happiness and all that. And it's just like impossible for them to see that outside experience that you are having. Yeah, I think one of the most complex things is, and the unfortunate things is having to explain to people that adoption is trauma and working through these, I don't know, societal norms that adoption is a privilege and a blessing. And then I have to be the one to pop the bubble of my great aunt, for example, who's like, oh, you are so little. And I was like, oh, you're so sweet. And you're in your 90s. And I hate to be the one to tell you this, but I'm highly traumatized. And being taken away from my birth mom has impacted me in so many ways. And that's like always hard. And then when you're in the holidays, I feel like it's even, and you become the downer, you know, and no one wants to be that and do that. And I think as adoptees, unfortunately, we have to make that decision. And it's a choice. Like, am I going to take the time to explain this? Are they going to even hear what I'm going to say? And if they, if you assume that they can't hear you or understand you, I would not even go there. And if you think they might, then yeah, sure, take the time, but also expect that you might get some blank faces and stares at you because if they're not adopted, you don't get it. Yes, absolutely. It's going to be a uh, hard conversation to have. And so if you choose to have that conversation, like good on you, you're amazing. And if you're not ready for that, that's also fine because leaning into that conversation is going to be hard. It's going to be tough. And there's going to be people on both sides that are going to probably have some feelings of discomfort brought to the uh, forefront. I think for me, because I do have an open adoption, um, talking about my birth family in front of my adoptive family always feels tricky. So and I'll give you an example. I was at a Christmas luncheon with my grandma's side of the family. And I mentioned, yeah, after this, I'm going to drive to Temple, say hello to my birth family. I haven't seen them in a little. Um, in a while I could tell like grandma's energy like kind of shifted not that she thought that was a bad thing but it just was a shift that was kind of weird and I think it's hard for my adoptive family outside of my mom and my dad um but like my grandparents and like my cousins to understand that I have a relationship with both and that I can love both sides equally and me loving one side doesn't negate the feelings of love and like gratitude I have to the other. So like I'm grateful for my parents just as like I'm grateful for my birth family. I think it's um, so sad when there isn't space for both. I was just talking to my friend about he's like starting to date this girl and he has all these rules like oh but i'm trying to get healthy and do this and her rule is like she only date someone if they're also looking to get into a serious relationship and what it just shows is how we are obsessed with these rules that we put on ourselves and these rules 
how we have to be and these rules on like, well, if you love this one, then you can't love this. And I'm all about nixing all of the rules and just being how we are. And I don't know, does that make sense? Just like, I can love my birth family just as much as I love my adoptive family. And that doesn't negate any my love for either one. There's no canceling out. There's no more over here or less over here. It just is what it is. And I hate that we explain that. I hate that society perpetuates these silly rules that I think are just really harmful for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they're completely detrimental because it then puts the blame back on the adoptee and says, hey, you need to choose A or B because you can't have both. Yeah, well, I think that's a good point, Lauren, and it's frustrating to even just think about because most of the time, well, no, maybe all of the time, the adoptee doesn't have the choice. We don't get the agency. And so when these rules are put on us by other people, and especially by other people who may not understand or want to understand our story or our situation or how much it changes, I think that's been really eye-opening lately for me is that there's people in my life who have seen me in one lens or who know me you know as a non-adopted person or I haven't like told them about my adoption and then when I do it's like it changes something and it's especially hurtful when when it's a family member it's definitely tough it's definitely tough and I think people don't there's this misunderstanding and a rigidity around people who have their opinions. They don't want to learn. They don't want the new information. Kind of with you, Glenna, and that doctor you went to, who was like, oh, yeah, adoption. Like, that's all good. That's not traumatic. And, um, yeah, I just think it's, it's, uh, it's such a pain that it's our responsibility to take care of. Actually, it's not. I want to rephrase it's our responsibility to advocate for ourselves, but very quickly that becomes sometimes us having to, in the moment, decide, am I going to waste my energy on this person or not? And sometimes we want to because we want to be heard and understood. And then sometimes we go through that and they still don't get it. And I think that's one of the hardest things about this whole situation and family members and new friends and you know coworkers, kind of what we talked about last time is this how complex it gets so quickly yeah and then on top of this is like that love and um i don't want to say obsession but that lens of oh it's christmas time everything's supposed to be perfect and um it's the holidays and you need to be grateful and it's just family time you're also dealing with these layers of your own discomfort surrounding your family and then you you add on the whole Christmas which can be difficult not because we don't enjoy Christmas or whatever holiday you choose to celebrate but it just can sometimes feel like a performance at least for me this just leads me to think about how incredibly resilient adoptees are and it makes me really grateful to know the both of you and for our listeners just to be able to witness 
the, the resiliency that I see so often in adopted people. And I don't know. I think it's holidays are so <laughs> tricky for so many reasons, but I just want to let you all know to our, our listeners that like we're here to to listen if you ever need someone to talk to, especially during, you know, tougher times. Um, you can reach out at any time. Because I feel like, too, that it's important to have an outlet. And I guess, Lauren, you can speak to this maybe, just the importance of having an outlet, somebody to talk to, or Deontay, if you have something to say about that as well. Like being able to find someone you feel safe with. Yeah, I mean, that's everything. Having someone to talk to or people to talk to, just one person can be so freeing. And just having one person who understands your experience, what you've been through. And if you find other adoptees, which is kind of what you would have to do to really find someone who understands you, there's like so many unspoken pieces here. Like I can look at my clients and I know their pain and I don't need them to tell me that they miss their birth mom because I know what that feels like. And there's something really powerful in that um, nonverbal communication and not just of like, I see you, I feel you and I get you without us having to unpack everything. And I think there's something really magical and healing to that. Yeah, absolutely. It's that, uh, it's that camaraderie that adoptees are able to have amongst themselves without ever really needing to try to get to that point it's just there day one because of so many shared traumas what i can say is that that's a reason why i really loved and love still uh heritage camps because i am surrounded by a whole bunch of humans who have that shared trauma with me and that has been extremely healing for me. And I'm pretty sure this summer they're gonna be back in person. And I am very, very excited to get back to the camps and do workshops and meet the kids and the counselors and parents. And something that's really helped me heal is just talking about adoption and working with families and learning from them. You know, so it's both ways. Therapists get healed through their clients every day. So it's not just a one-way, it's, it's a two-way street. Well, thank you both. Um, this was a very valuable conversation. I learned a lot from both of y'all, and I think that we were able to create something special in this episode. Um, I know that holidays can be tricky for our adoptees out there, so I want you guys to all know that we see you, we hear you, and we understand you and that we believe in you. So you got this. Thank you guys. Yes, so I wanna say thanks everyone. I just wanna add to everyone, make sure you do a lot of self-care and just take care of you and your needs. And that's the best we can do right now. Happy New Year.